Welcome to the Shield Bears Podcast. I'm your host, Big D, and I've got my co-host here, Rob T, with me today. Hey, uh, hey, hey. And uh, first of all, I want to say I'm sorry for my absence last week. Uh, God, I wish I could have been here, man. I, I got to listen to the podcast. That was awesome, man. And I, you just got to tell Miggy for me, that was awesome. He got deep, and I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It was, it was definitely, uh, it, it wasn't the same not having you here. Um, but yeah, I was I was glad because of the forum, I guess that we yeah. that we kind of are. Yeah. Miggy was able to really get deep and personal because I, I I don't I think I told you this, a lot of what he shared I'd never heard before. Yeah, and so the fact that he chose this platform to be able to to expose that much of himself and tell that much of his story was amazing and it was one hell of a story it was it was i mean i i that's one thing i mean i, g- I gave you kind of a few questions i was hoping to, to ask him and right i was hoping he'd open up a little bit man that that man he just opened it wide open yes he did like, wow he did and it was like i said it was it was just such an amazing story i know he wants to come back on so we'll definitely have to oh, have he, him i've already decided he will be back yeah he will be back he's yeah. got more to say he's got more to say he does he does because like i'll tell you this because you know how we we do the thing where we take a break mm-hmm. and, and everything right so we had taken a break and then I had to take a second break because we were having some kind of technical issue that was happening. Um, during that break, I was like, bro, you're just here right now. We still have this yeah. much to go. Yeah. We might want to. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Let's just, let's kind of, <laughs> you know, m- he, put he, it down. He could have bit. a whole series. Yeah, <laughs> he could. He could. So, uh, but uh, for those of y'all that, that got to hear it, we'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you haven't yet, you need to go back and listen to it. Miggy's got one hell of a story, a uh, personal life journey that that he's still on. Um, and if you are interested in checking out his music and stuff, his band is called Relent. He uh, fronts that band. Their music is available on all music streaming platforms. Plus, uh, he's also in the band El Nino, which is the very popular new metal band from the 90s. Uh, they're actually performing in uh, San Antonio. We're recording today on a Saturday. Okay. So by the time you hear this, it'll be too late because it would have already happened. But they play on Sunday. Um, so it should be it should be a good little show. But uh, I'm glad you're back, Daniel. Did did miss you uh, for sure. Thank, thank and, you. And uh, we got we got a good topic today. Yes, we do. We yes, we do. Really good topic. Um, I will say this. So just to kind of preface this, you've had a rough week. Of course, oh, yeah. we can't talk about what's going on, but... I will say that um, what you've been going through this week kind of coincides with the with what we're going to talk about. Plus, I start I went through something a couple of days ago mm-hmm. uh, that was more uh, I guess you could say it was more physical and mental. And uh, bottom line is, we both were going through some stuff. Yeah. And as men, I mean, we all go through some stuff, of course. But this is what I was because uh, you would ask me about coming up with a topic because you know you were yeah. kind of all over the place. And uh, I was like, yeah, let's let's let me think about it. And the funny thing is, is I was thinking about it during the week and I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Right. But today, today, honestly, is when it, it, it well, really yesterday, but it just really kind of hit me. And that's why I told you um, the wounded man and how he deals with his issues alone. Yeah. And what I mean by wounded is that you're already hurt. Mm-hmm. Right, which I think a lot of us kind of walk this life that way anyway. Uh, yeah, we we uh, there. I don't think there's a single man that walks this planet that isn't wounded. Right, like and then uh, like uh, what was it? A book I've read about. I've been reading. It's a whole series of books, but uh, it talks about uh, the wounded heart. Right, right. So, yeah, and so basically, just that whole being wounded, and then you're in the middle of a trial or, or you know some kind of problem, 
And this is what I faced this week. What I went through was very... Oh, and I can share it. I mean, I don't, I don't have no problem sharing it. But basically, uh, I have um, this issue. I know there's a medical <clears throat> term for it, but I don't remember it. But basically, every so often, my heart will skip a beat. And when it does that, it kind of makes my body go into this weird, like... I, I kind of liken it to like you can, if you can imagine getting jumped by jumper cables, mm-hmm. what your body would do. It kind of feels like that, yeah. like, like, uh, yeah. like a zap. Almost. It's a jolt to your system. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And the, the thing about it, though, is that when, when it happens, I know what it is because my doctor already explained it to me, but it, it triggers my anxiety. So even though I know what it is, yeah. my anxiety still makes me go all crazy. Like, oh, you're going to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I spend the rest of the time or the day or whatever fighting, honestly, fighting that demon is yeah. what it feels like. It's like, okay, here goes the battle. Trying to keep on that 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 straight face like nothing's wrong. Trying to go on, without my, go on through my day like mm-hmm. nothing's bothering me, but still having to fight that. Yeah. So it was a very personal battle. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't even, and this is something I haven't told you. Uh, I feel like I lost it. I lost that battle because to me, a win means you continue on with your day as if nothing happened and you don't give in to the to the anxiety, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like I gave in to the anxiety because I then, you know, basically chose to call it a day at work and just lie in my bed and pretty much sleep it off. Is kind of how I chose. Mm-hmm. Others might choose to see it differently, but well, that's how I saw it. Well, I, I, and I, I'm going to be one of the ones I, I choose differently. I don't think you lost because you're still sitting here. That's a good point. You know, that you're not still point. laying in bed fighting the anxiety. Right. You, you took a route that you're comfortable with, and that you knew you can kind of overcome it because anxiety is crippling, man. People, if you, if you don't suffer from anxiety, you don't, you don't have a clue. And it's having a Having anxiety is different from just having an everyday little anxiety attack of of being anxious. Right. So when it's true blown anxiety, it is crippling because it's just, it does it it causes so many physical symptoms. And you know, I mean, I've known people go to the hospital because they they felt like they were they were having a heart attack, not right. that they were thinking that they oh my god I'm gonna have a heart attack, but right. they've had the physical symptoms like they're having a heart attack exactly. or other things and it just has a way of amplifying every little thing that's wrong right like for instance your case yesterday you had whatever it's called you had right. that 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 moment right and it just amplified everything where you do i mean we talked i mean where you were sitting there and like i'm gonna die oh my god yeah. this is it i'm 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 dying right now right you know and it's and uh so yeah it, it, it's a it is a very crippling thing and you know, it's, uh, you have, to, and that's where I was trying to tell you yesterday about breathing, meditating, go take right. a shower, do something, you know, right. there's ways to handle it, but, uh, I think, I think you did well. You did Thank good. You. Thank you. Yeah. And for those that don't have anxiety, let me, let me kind of pull the curtain back for you just a little mm-hmm. bit. I'll share a little bit of what I told you the other day. Um, the reason why I choose to go to sleep is twofold. Number one, I kind of look at that as like a, all right this day is done let's start over kind of thing almost to where it's almost like a reboot if you will but then the other one and this is what i told you and and i remember i thought it's gonna freak you out but it didn't no you you knew where i was coming from but honestly it was well if i die at least i'll die in my sleep yep that's kind of the thought i had and i know that sounds morbid but i'm just pulling back the curtain for you a little bit this is 
what people with anxiety will go through, mm-hmm. right? And you're so right on when you, when you talk about the amplifying of little things. Because then yesterday, I ended up having three minor episodes uh, compared to the one before. Because mm-hmm. the one before it lasted about five seconds. And then yesterday, I had little episodes that lasted about a second, yeah. right? Where I kind of felt like a little lightheaded or whatever. I remember on the drive, because I made a doctor's appointment to go get checked out. On the drive to the doctor's appointment. I felt a little like pins and needles feeling all in my upper chest area. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, what's that? Oh, oh, is that is my arm numb? Is my is my mm-hmm. is my left arm hurting? Wait, what's going yeah. on? And it was like any little sensation that my body had. Cause let's be honest, if, <clears throat> especially those of us that are up in age a little bit, our bodies all the time, there's little stuff happening. There's little oh, oh yeah. got a little pain in the in the in the quad there. Oh, got a little pain mm-hmm. that, that happens all the time. Well, when you already have the anxiety going, any little thing like that, boom, you automatically go to the worst, mm-hmm. you know? And so going through that, this is where we come to the subject where we're talking about today. In that, I'm already dealing with the anxiety. Now, here's something, and, and I'm going to be real with everybody right now. I don't know if we're going to solve anything today with this. I just know I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. So maybe some of you will be able to relate. I don't know. Maybe Daniel will have some little nuggets of wisdom that can solve a little bit of it or whatever but let me tell you what i experienced um so uh, i'm married i have a, a beautiful wife we've been married almost 15 years and during this whole thing that happened to me on thursday i'm gonna go a day before daniel would you believe it i started to get even with all the anxiety i was going through with what was happening i i started to get a little angry mm-hmm. because i had texted my wife to let her know what was happening and then Throughout the day, I didn't get anything. I didn't get a text. I didn't get, you know, no. <laughs> nothing like checking on me or nothing. And it actually kind of kind of got to me a little bit. But then that's when I realized that when you start going through this, I guess, this anxiety part of you, mm-hmm. it seems to amplify everything else. Oh, yeah. Whereas everything becomes kind of an issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I say that to say this, you know, I did kind of feel like alone. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also felt like, well... That's just how it is, man. You need to find a way to get through this and go on with your day because you're a man. Yeah. You got shit you got to take care of. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think that is something where us as men, we can all relate to. We feel like that's automatically like that's the go-to. doesn't matter what you go through, be it physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever. You need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and just be a man. That's, yeah. that's the term that I was Well, because, I mean, I don't know if it's I, – I can't remember ever being taught that. You know, right. but it's just the mentality of it. Like you said, is suck it up, right? Pull yourself right. together, get shit done. You know, and and don't be a burden because that, as a yes. man, again, not a single man in my life taught me that. And I don't know if maybe it's just something that's kind of just discreetly like brainwashed us from society or what. But as a man, you know, and I and again through this show and and and. Conversation I had in the past, as I tell everybody, like it's a man's job to protect his family. It's a man's job to provide for his family. It's a job to oversee his family, right. stuff like that. But as a man, we don't ever want to be a burden to our family, a burden to our loved ones, right. a burden to others. We we want to be the fixer. We want to be the one that takes charge, and and that we are we are supposed to be the rock. Yes. And I admit, I mean, again. I, I can't go into detail of what I've what my stuff I'm going through right now because and I'll I'll be a little honest and open is I'm going through some legal issues right now right. and that's one reason why I, just, I cannot talk about it but 
I have been struggling with the fact that I don't want to be a burden to my children. I don't want to be a burden to Kayla. I don't want to be a burden to those around me. And I've had some good friends reach out to me and help me. And I'm like, and I just, I feel worthless because I feel like I'm a burden right. having to rely on others for things that I should be doing myself. Right. But I'm just stuck in a position where I can't. And it's been very humbling. But I am also very grateful that I have those friends there to reach out for and, and that are actually, I won't even say that I've reached out to them. They've reached out to me mm-hmm. and helped me. But at the same time, I I don't want to be a burden. And there's been times where, especially this past two months, I remember sitting there by myself in the dark and just on the verge of like a total breakdown, emotional breakdown. Right. And I picked up my phone and I'll either start texting Kayla or I'll start texting Chase or I'll start even texting you. Right. And I get halfway through the message and I delete it because mm. I'm like, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be, I can't even find the words for it. But so I feel like I just need to suck it up and deal with this and get through this on my own. And, yeah. it, and it, it's, a, it's a horrible feeling. But luckily, I, again, I've been falling back on my faith and I'll take that time for prayer and meditation, reading, reading scripture, things like that. So that helps me. Right, right. But at the same time, I think a lot of men, we are in that position where we don't reach out. We don't ask for help. You know, and that's why I've, I'm actually a very big advocate about mental health. I'm open about my, my, my mental health illness and the steps that I take is because I want others to know that you're not alone. It is not weak to reach out. You don't have to do, deal with it all by yourself, you know. And then like yesterday, was it, was it yesterday? No, it was Thursday, wasn't it? Did you call me? First call you? Yeah. Yeah, it was Thursday. I was taking a break um, and I was at, out eating lunch. And man, I mean, I'm going through a world of hell that day. And you reached out to me, and I I took the call, and I, I it wasn't even a, an issue or a problem at all to sit there and just talk to you to try and help you through it. Right, right. You know, and I know like you kept apologizing and and like you know I know you're going through this and this this, but you know and trying to do stuff, and I'm and I I kind of just I didn't I, oh I didn't laugh at you, right. but I'm laughing in my head. I'm like it's okay, man. It's like that's what I'm here for. This is good. This right. is cool. You know right. that call me. I don't care. I don't yeah. care what I'm going through. Call me. But see, isn't that isn't that <clears throat> what's crazy? I mean, you mentioned it yourself, and I think that's the same thought that we all have is that we don't want to be a burden, especially mm-hmm. when we know, like I did, I knew what you were already going through, and it's like, why do I want to add to that? Yeah. But I don't know, man. I'm like, where did like you said you don't remember ever being raised that way yeah. but we know it comes from somewhere yeah it's like where does that come from? Dude, I, today well i, I think go ahead, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, well i think it's just it's not that something we were purposely taught but i think it's something that we were taught by example okay i can i can yeah i you can know? definitely see that well because like i was gonna say today it, it, so it happened today i get a phone call from my dad right i'm waiting in line to get my coffee and my dad calls me um this past tuesday i i had to go to a funeral my my aunt passed away and uh, that was my dad's sister, and she lives, or she she lived in, um, oh, what is it? Hughes Springs is the name of the town, and it's actually East Texas, and we're talking like really close to like Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So from here, that's a six-hour drive, right? So I'm making a six-hour drive all the way over there. But here was the kicker: this was happening on a week where 
my mortgage was paid, bills, certain bills had to be paid, you know, so I'm flat broke. Well, my sister, God bless her, she said, don't worry about it, I got you, that kind of thing. She was, you know, she was there for me. So I was like, all right, cool, bet this, you know, this works out great, thank you very much. So anyway, fast forward to today, my dad calls me because he's basically like, uh, son, why didn't you, you know, afterwards, why didn't you ask me for help? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, for what? He goes, well, your sister told me how you didn't have any money. You know, you should have asked me at least for a little something for going back. And I'm just like, I didn't want to be a burden. That's exactly thing I said, man. It's like, I didn't yeah. want to be a burden, you know? And he's like, son, if I have it, you know, I'm, I'm going to help you, you know, mm-hmm. you're not a burden. But that's just where we always seem to go to. Well, and I think the, the problem is, I think our, our conception of a burden is wrong. Like, okay. To to me, it's your. Uh, I mean, I say this, but at the same time, I still feel like I'm a burden when I ask for help. Of course. So to me, course. I don't think you're a burden when you're on uh, going through a hard time, or in your case, it was a, a physical, mental, emotional thing. Right. You know, I don't think we're a burden when we reach out and ask for help. I think we're a burden when we're find ourselves in that reoccurring position that we put ourselves in. Yeah. And keep and like asking for help. How to word it? It's you're not a burden when you ask for help. I think you're a burden when you know. Okay, like how to basically. Oh. Oh, I'm struggling here to find the words. Hold on, guys. Uh, it, okay, I'm I'm bad at metaphors, but I'm I'm, I'm going to try and use this. So, okay. if you're sitting there and I'm in one, if I'm in my little canoe and you're in your canoe, and all of a sudden your canoe springs a leak, and you're like, "Hey, Daniel, I need some help." Right. To me, that's not being a burden. But if your 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 canoe springs a leak, and I'm over here and you're yelling, "Hey, Daniel, I need some help," and I come over there and I'm helping you patch up that hole, but then I turn around, and you're drilling other holes.H oh, yes, I yes, think yes, now, yes, now yes. you're being a burden right, you know right, so, right. if that makes sense no no that doesn't not make sense. the best an- analogy but you know yeah no but I, I totally get where you're coming from there and and yeah because uh there are some people that are that do do that you know yeah. what I mean um, but I get it it's just like I said there's that constant feeling that we all go through that yeah. it's like I don't want to be a burden I don't mm-hmm. want to be a burden and, and yeah you know, and, and it's funny because on the flip side of it, like like you were just saying mm-hmm. on your end of it, you're like, no, you're not a burden. This is exactly what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm your friend. I want to be there for you. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I'm like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I know you're like that. So why is it when we I, go through stuff, we can't see? Yeah. You know well, I mean? and I think it's weird. And that's why I just, I'm, over time, I'm starting to realize and, and 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 accept the fact that we cannot get through this together, right? Or alone, right. sorry, oh, alone. Yeah. And again, and that's one another reason why I wanted to start this podcast was to bring men together to unify us and get us on the same page, and to realize that it you know it it takes an army to to fight battles. For you sure. know, the, I mean, very rarely do you see a, a single battle or war in history where it's one guy against numerous right right right. i mean yes there's situations but generally it's you have a, a you know a, an army of men together and i think that's what we need we, we need that that uh 
community. Um, like the old saying goes, you know, it, it takes a village to raise a child. I For still sure. think it takes a village to support a village. For sure. Um, but, you know, and again, that's why I, I wanted to start this podcast was to us to get the message out there for men that you're not alone. We're not burdens on, e- on, on each other. We're not burdens to society. It's, it's okay to, to ask for help because we're all going to find those down moments where, you know, we're on our knees and we don't know where to turn. Well, there's someone out there you can turn to. It's, exactly. And uh, again, I, I, I believe that there are groups for, for people, but I, I, I don't feel like there's enough out there for like there's not enough outreach out there for men you know there's i mean yes there's like aa there's different things but it's targeted for anybody and everybody in general but you see women's shelters you see women's crisis lines you see um you know uh mothers uh programs okay what about dads what about fathers programs what about uh, a men's shelter um, what about a uh, hotline for men going through issues or that are being battered or abused or whatnot? I mean, there's, I, I don't know of any. No, I don't you know. Well, I mean, we've said this before. Unfortunately, in, the, in our society, there is a double standard. There is a certain way that society looks at women and mm-hmm. looks at men. You know, I just read something yesterday talking about that specific thing. Some guy put up a post. He's like, if, if an overweight woman, you know, comes on social media or whatever mm-hmm. and is dressed up a certain way, everyone's always like, oh, you're beautiful. You're more power to you. Yeah, yeah. just the way you are. But but if you get some guy, overweight guy that does the same thing, oh, look at that. Yeah. That, like, well, I mean, look at know. everything like that's going on with 50 Cent oh, you know, yeah, from the yeah, Super yeah. Bowl. I mean, he, I mean. Yes, there were those that stood up for him, but man, he, that guy got slaughtered on on social media about how how. I mean, I, I, I didn't look at him thinking he was all fat and stuff or anything, but I yeah, he I mean, built. like, you know I mean? granted, yes, he wasn't uh, like he he didn't look as solid as he did when he was younger, mm-hmm. but I mean, who does? Right, you know, but right, and um, and that's just like I said, that's just a, a perfect example of the double standard type society that we live in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where if you're a male, you're expected to take it on the chin, if you will. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, you're too sensitive when you know somebody says something that might hurt your feelings or whatever the case may be. Um, and is it right? Is it wrong? I mean, it, 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 all of that can be left up to, I guess, interpretation. Because come on, let's be honest. When we get a bunch of guys together, especially that, that know each other very well, one of the things that we do is we cut each other down as mm-hmm. as a uh, term of endearment you know what i mean yeah. i mean how many times have you seen it hey what's a dumbass you know <laughs> and things like that where you don't really hear women do that all that much um but yeah man it's it's this is the times that we live in where there's just this kind of double standard when it comes between men and women oh and here's the thing too here's another thing and then when you get stuff like this podcast for example you're gonna have the naysayers that are going to come come at it and go back to that whole topic that we talked about in the first po- episode, mm-hmm. which is the whole toxic masculinity thing. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, this is support. You know, yeah. we as men, we need to support one another. And you were talking about resources and things out there for men. Um, this thought came to mind. You tell me what you think about this. A lot of churches will have men's groups. Yeah. Right. Where it's just the men that get together and do whatever it is they do. Um, 
I've been a part of those in in my you know in my lifetime and everything, and they're great. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I think this is just my opinion. I think there needs to be more men's groups where you actually do talk about whatever issues you're going through. Yeah. Now, granted, things like AA, yeah. right, and a places like that. That that's kind of the par for the course. You know, that's what you're there for yeah. to talk about those well, issues. Well, I think that's you know, um, and I agree with that on the men's group. I think they are very watered down, diluted. Right. And you know, one thing that's opened my eyes is the uh, you know I'm on book two of that Soulcon challenge. Yes, yes. And it it, it brings this up about how uh, like the character in the book, um, some of the things that they're faced with and forced to talk about like they're sh- they're like in shocked about like this is not we've this is something like we've never even mentioned in men's group and the instructor was like why it should be right you know like when's the last time you've ever sat down with a fellow brother from the men's group or church and and like straight out asked them like hey uh oh how to word it um let's talk about sexuality and and uh any issues you might have with pornography right you know like when's the last time you've ever like confronted someone from yeah, yeah. brother and but those are subjects that need to be talked about like we need transparency right and and uh, i think a lot of it is the fact that it's especially in a church setting like we're afraid to, to, to go that route we're afraid to be that open because we don't want to be judged or ridiculed but that's but it's not that we're we shouldn't be judged. We're there to be held accountable and to right. be able to open up and talk and lean on one another right. for the different struggles and issues and problems that we have. Just the same thing with like how AA is. You're supposed to walk in there, and it takes time, but eventually you're supposed to open up, reveal all your deepest, darkest secrets right. and, and the things you're struggling with, and which allows you to heal. Yes. So, but, uh, you know, and that's one thing. It's just always come back to this TikTok, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. Um but it's the I'm all right too. Yes, you know, and it's like, yes. and it, and it's it's very it's very uh, it's true, you know, and, and like for those that don't know, how do I do? It? Just put it up there. Yeah, just put okay. it up to the mic. So this is the one I'm talking about. It, the the visual on it is pretty impressive because just the way the guy looks in it, just it hits home. But his voice too. So let me see if I can. I mean, I I'm, I'm guilty of that because I've been every day. I'm sitting at the gym and guys come in like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" It's like, "Hey, not much." Or, "Hey, hey, you know, how, how you doing?" It's like, oh, "Just another day." Yeah. Or, doing good. Yeah. I'm not. I'm 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 fucking drowning. Right. But you know, you don't want to just say that to everybody, anybody walking right. through the door. So it's just it's a reaction, like you know, and and it, what sucks is when we go up to someone and man, "Hey, how you doing?" Mm-hmm. We don't mean it. Right, We're not and and then to get a life story yeah, and then when we respond, I'm doing all right. 
we don't mean it. Right. And it's just it's it's just shitty that we're this that shallow and that hidden behind our masks. Right. 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 And that's why I believe we need to drop drop the mask, drop the the curtain, and start being real. Yeah. You know, if, if you don't care, don't ask. Yeah. And if if you are going through trouble, say something. Right. You know, and it's like I've actually caught a couple of guys off, on off offhand that, that they've come up like an old friend or just someone I haven't seen in a while, and they're like, "Hey, man, what's going on? How you doing?" And I just blow, yeah. and they're like, "Whoa!" But then it's cool is there's there's time where like they like they're like concerned. They'll sit right. down and we just start talking, right. and it feels good to be able to 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 let it out. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's just, I feel like a broken record having to talk about it, talk about yeah, it, talk yeah. about it. But uh, it just it's 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 so it feels like a burden and the chains have been just dropped off your shoulders when you're able to to have that openness with someone. And I think as men, we need to learn to do that. Right. Right. So I mean, I know just talking about what I was talking about earlier about what happened to me this week. I know in the case of where I talked to you, um, you actually made me feel a little hope in what I felt was a hopeless situation, you know, at the time. So, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I completely uh, think we should drop the mask and actually be real. Uh, it reminds me of a time, this was years ago, where I actually had a friend do that to me. And Daniel, it threw me for a loop. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, basically, what happened was he said, hey, man, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And back then, I had this thing where if you asked me how I was doing, I used that as an invitation to talk about what I was doing at the time. Which yeah. At the time, I was in a band, and mm-hmm. you know, I was loving it. Yeah. So I would say that. And I was like, oh, I'm great, man. Been doing, you know, been jamming with the band. We're going to be playing this and this and this. And so I was doing that again. This was at church. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, man, hey, hey, hey. I go, yeah. He goes, when I ask you how you're doing, I really mean it. I want to know how you're doing. Not your band. Yeah. Not any of that other stuff that you're in. You. How are you? Dude, it threw me for a loop. So much so, for a split second, it actually pissed me off. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it did. Yeah. But when I really sat back and thought about it, I was like, no, that's... He's really concerned. He wants to know mm-hmm. what's up. First time I ever had anybody be that blatantly honest with me, and I never forgot it. So... Now, I try to remember that when someone asks me, how are you doing? Depending on who it is, right? If it's, if it's somebody I don't really know, then I'll probably be like, hey, I'm good. How are you? Yeah. Right? But if it's somebody that I do know, like you, for example, something like that, and, and, and you say, how are you doing? And I'm not doing that great. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to say, man, I'm having a rough day, quite honestly. I yeah. mean, but I'm here. Or, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, I'm still walking or whatever the case may be. And for the most part, I've done pretty good at doing that, but I've really made an effort to not make the answer to that question about something else I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, then that's the thing is, is I've kind of in the same boat as your friend. I, I've done that before. Like I've, I, cause you can kind of get a sense sometimes when someone is just right. having a bad time. Right. And I remember, uh, it was, it was a, a friend and. Uh, and I, I kind of already knew what was going on, right? And uh, but I just kind of played it off because I wanted, I didn't want to pry, 
But I remember asking him, like, hey, man, how you doing? And he started going on about something. I was like, no, I didn't ask what you were doing. Yeah. I asked, yeah. how are you doing? Right. And he looked at me, and he's like, and he just broke down. Wow. <laughs> and that's when we got to talking. Yeah. But it's just, I think that's just where, again, we need to get past this, like, hey, nice weather today, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we, yeah. And we got to start, you know, talking and, and being there for each other. and right. And just as men... We need to get over this whole burden crap. We're not a burden. Right. You know, we, right. we, we, just like women, just like everybody else, we have emotions, we have feelings, we have experiences, and we don't have to carry the weight alone. Right. We need support. We need help, whether it's through church, your pastor, a men's group, a best friend, a support group, right. whatever. Right. We need it. We need more. And that's one thing. And like I'll even tell our listeners. You know, if you, I don't care what you're going through. If you are going through anything, big or small, bad or good or whatever, and it's it's weighing you down, send us a message. You don't have to make a public comment on, on our social media. Send us a message. Send me an email. I mean, we'll find time to talk. I'll respond. I, I will I will take the time to respond. And, and I might not have answers, but I'm willing to listen. Yeah, exactly. And, you know. and sometimes just having that ear mm-hmm. to listen, is it means the world. And also, too, sometimes it's easier to open up to a complete stranger mm-hmm. because you're not going to get judged. You're not going to have to worry about it getting thrown in your face later or right. whatever. Because I know for a lot of times that keeps me quiet is because I have learned over the years of when I'm open about issues and problems somewhere down the line, there are those out there that will manipulate and use it against you. For sure. And that sucks. But sure. it's still, that can't keep us, uh, to that can't force us to keep it inside and keep it hidden. Right. We, need to, we need to be there. And that doesn't mean that we need to always get together and sob and cry and, and right. whine about stuff. Right. But no, it's... Share your emotions, share your feelings, share your thoughts, share your experiences. Um, you know, find somebody, find yeah, somebody for sure. For sure. Uh, we do need to take a little break, but I definitely want to continue this. I want to, and when we come back from break, Daniel, I want to kind of mention uh, or talk about how times are changing mm-hmm. uh, and, and some of the differences I'm noticing about our current time when it comes to this subject and, and being a little more open and stuff with our feelings. Um, so, uh, I want to talk a little bit about that when we come back. Uh, but for now, just hang on tight. We're going to take this mess, uh, this break and you'll hear a message from am, our sponsor. Am I going to need a safe space? <laughs> <laughs> and you might not. Okay. But uh, we'll talk more about this when we come back after this word from our sponsor. Going on 10 years in the community, Metroflex Gym has been the place for back to basics, no fluff training. At Metroflex, you'll have the resources available to you to reach your fitness goals, whatever they may be. Owner Daniel Haggerty is available and ready to help guide you in the proper direction to get the best results for your health. Want to lose weight, increase stamina, or gain mass? Daniel Haggerty is a licensed trainer with over 25 years experience in nutrition and training and knows how to get the most out of your workouts. Come by today for a visit at 2101 Clovis Barker Road, San Marcos, Texas, or call to make an appointment for a tour at 512-878-8575. Homegrown in the community and veteran-owned. Metroplex Gym is the hardcore training place for a hardcore workout. Call today. 
Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Rob T. from the What's On My Mind podcast. I'm here to tell you about a great podcast where we talk about whatever comes to our mind every single week. Topics range from religion, life, politics, or even music. We interview great guests and introduce you to the most interesting people. So tune in every Thursday to a new episode on your favorite podcast streaming platform and check out just what's on my mind. Alright, we are back, ladies and gentlemen, if there are any ladies out there. You know, I did check the analytics the other day on our podcast, uh-huh. and yeah, the majority of our audience is, is male. Cool. Which is which is cool. good. But sure. for any ladies that are listening, yeah. thank you for tuning in. We yeah. do appreciate it. I do personally know the few, a handful of the ladies that do listen just because uh, they want to make sure I'm not being an idiot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's I, that's always that. good. That's always good. Right. Um, uh, so what I wanted to talk about coming back, Daniel, was um, the times we know are changing. Uh, people's look on things now is is very different. Um, it, it's it's definitely a pro and con thing. Like there, there's some stuff that I look at this like I sometimes think you know that this generation is a little bit too much of bunch of pansies kind of. Yeah. But on the other end of the spectrum, I will say that it is um, kind of refreshing to see, you know, videos and stuff of people, uh, uh, you know, that are more open to, well, especially to men that that are, you know, like you gave the example of, of what you just played before we went on break. Mm-hmm. I've seen responses to those on TikTok and stuff from ladies that are like, I had no idea. Yes, you're right. Men should be more open and to share their feelings. So there's a little bit more uh, people willing to have discussions when it comes to topics like this. Um, There's people that are more open to not automatically judge somebody for being a certain way Mm -hmm. or whatever. There's a little bit more for acceptance, I guess, uh, when it comes to stuff like that. I think when it becomes an issue is for... Uh, men such as ourselves that were kind of brought up that old school way where, you know, men don't cry. Men don't, mm-hmm. like we talked about a few podcasts back, you know. I think that's when it becomes a challenge because we have that feeling in us still. Like if I if I show vulnerability in myself, mm-hmm. I could get hurt. When at the end of the day, we need to realize that that's unfortunately a, a fact for everybody, no matter what you do, no matter yeah. what situation any showing of any vulnerability, you put yourself in that position to be hurt. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing because I think if you close yourself off to everybody, mm-hmm. you're missing out on a lot of uh, of possible, possibly good things that could happen to you in life. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think? I agree. I mean, I know I used to live like that. I was very closed off and I didn't let people in and I presented myself in a, in a way that it wasn't me like everybody thought i was like this big strong guy not i'm not talking physical strength but like just had my shit together and right you know this 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 and i'm like no dude i'm i'm a wreck inside man i've got this going on i got that going on and i was scared to open up because i didn't want to come off like that and but the moment i did put my guard down and open up 
so many people stepped forward and was like, wow, thank you. Like, I, I'm not the only one. Like, that, that, I, I, I'm going through that too, you know? Right, like, right. Wow, you know, like, it feels good to know that someone else out there is experiencing that or feeling like that or thinking like that. And I do believe that, and I, I'm in full agreement that, like, each generation seems to be getting a little softer, a little weaker, so to speak. And, uh, I can't put my finger on it or, or come up with a term for it, but I, it does. It, it is frustrating to see men not being men anymore. But at the same time, I think older generations of men are starting to open up a little bit more and, and let the, and let their guard down, or at least, and then they, they need to, like you're saying, um, you know. Because I mean, I look back and like I don't recall ever seeing my grandfather cry. Mm. Never. Right. Not even when he had to. I remember sitting there and watch and sitting in front of him as he's on the phone with the hospital and him having to tell them to pull the plug on his father. Wow. I never saw him like bat an eye. He didn't even seem emotional. He just, okay. Now I remember him, he kind of, after that, after he went into, into his room for a little bit, I think nothing of it. Right, right. You know, but it's just, I think like, I know I've made it a mission to not like purposely cry or anything, but like I don't hold back my emotions in front of my children. I yeah. let them see me experience it, but I also want them to see me handle it and how to deal with it and not just sit there and, and lose my shit. Right, right. You know, so that's how I'm, I'm doing it. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I give that credit to, I guess, maybe being raised by a single mom. I'm not sure, but um, I do see... Now, don't get me wrong. I think in today's society, I think there are those men that are a little too open and a little too sensitive, right? And things of that nature. Because I mean, for, for crying out loud, I don't. We can't let everything get to us. Right, right, right. You know, I do right. believe that we need to be have a little bit of thick skin on, on certain things, but you know. And it's, well, I'm it's, actually, I'm actually glad you said that because I I was thinking of this question. I'll go ahead and ask it to you. Do you think that there's ever a time when we shouldn't maybe let everything out that we might be feeling. Like, I'll give you an example. You remember that video clip I played a couple of weeks ago? It was uh, that guy, right, that said, um, you know, they say that God gives his toughest toughest battles yeah. to his toughest warriors. Mm -hmm. And he says, I don't want to be a warrior anymore. Yeah. Right. Okay. So there, right there, you, I think you could agree that is some serious vulnerability yeah. at that point. Do you think feeling that way, there's maybe a certain, uh, like maybe you can't share that information with somebody specifically or people specifically. Are there some things that you should keep in and some things that you shouldn't, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That's a tough question to right. answer. Uh, I believe we need someone in our life that we can be completely open with. Okay. But as a, as a whole... No, I do not feel like you need to share everything and anything with everyone because right, unfortunately right. there's are there are those out there that will use it against you. Right. Point for taking or whatever the whatever the phrase is. Yeah. That's something I'm going through right now. Right. right I right. became vulnerable and opened up to to uh, to a certain people and they're using all of that against me right now. Right, right. And so I I do believe that, you know, some skeletons need to be left in a closet. But at the same time, I, I do feel like we at least need that one person in our life that we can let our guard down and just be us, and that's it. <laughs> okay, but. so so having said that, that brings me to this question. 
for for now i'm talking about for those that are married right mm-hmm. um those that are dating not so much because i'm talking serious long-term relationship here you say we need to have that one person open up mm-hmm. to should it be our our significant other should it be our spouse you you know it's one of ones where i i honestly feel like it technically it should right but it's up to the individual okay i mean I, I don't think that i'm not guys i'm not giving you permission to keep secrets from your wives that's not what I'm doing here. Right, right, right. But I do believe that there are, like, I have people in my life that I turn to for certain things. Right. That if I need to talk, I go to this person. If I need to talk about this, I go to that person. And I need to talk about other things, I go to that person. Now, right. like, when it comes to your significant other, I do believe that should be the person you should be able to go to with anything and everything. Because, I mean, that that's your life partner. That's, exactly. That's who you're dealing with. Exactly. But there are times where maybe you're not comfortable yet, and you have that best friend or that buddy that you can go to. Now, men, I will say this. I do not ever think that you should ever turn to another female to share anything with. If that's the case, that needs to be your, mm. your significant other. Right, You right. never that's turn to important. another woman to share anything with other than your significant that's other. That's a very good point. Now, it's okay to have... I mean, unless it's a professional. Yeah, like If yeah, you got yeah. like a psychiatrist or something like that, that's, that's a different story. Right. But I think that it's okay to have a best friend, another guy that you can go to and talk to about, you know, your guy problems or whatever. But at the end of the day, if it's still a huge lingering issue... I do believe that you need to talk to your spouse about it. I I, I would say I agree with um, that. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. There are times where if it it, it it's sometimes you need a male's perspective or something mm-hmm. that you talk talk to your buddy. But uh, I think that like with me, I don't have that one person that I can talk to everything about. I have those that when it comes to certain things, okay, I'm going to go talk to this person because. I respect their opinions on that and right. this and you know so forth. So there's so there's that, but I do believe that we do need at least someone in our life that we can go to and just drop drop the drop the whole uh, curtain and be completely transparent with. And and when when you do, oh my god, it's so refreshing. Right. You right. know, like I'm learning and I've learned like with with Kayla to drop my guard, and it's hard. Because I've been hurt in the past by past relationships, oh, of course. Now. And so I'm, I'm trying to, I'm learning to do that. And then with the, my SoulCon challenge, I've got the first one I went through. There was, a, there was about twelve of us, and it's all about and it teaches you about transparency. The second group, there's only like three of us, but it's amazing how comfortable I am telling these guys everything, mm. everything and anything, you know. And it's it's, it's kind of scary when you're sitting out and you're texting that message and you're like, oh, you know, it's like, yeah, really putting yourself out there and to send it out there and it's so nice to get that reply back where like hey we love you yeah it's okay man well you know hey it's it's all good you know i've had feelings like that too or i've had thoughts like that too but and it's okay and you know we'll pray over it and we're good right and so it's it's really cool to to have that transparency with someone so and i think that we do yes you do need to have someone and uh it would be great if it could be your spouse but it needs to be somebody right for sure and and I think this is also another one of those instances where it's like uh, it's going to depend on the individual mm-hmm. because let's be honest. I mean, just like you were saying earlier when we started the show that that all men are walk around wounded, mm-hmm. right? I think the same could be said for women. Yeah, you know. So if you let's say you're with uh, 
a woman who happens to be kind of like you. Maybe there's some areas in her life where she's not stable emotionally or, or mentally or whatever the case may be. Then I would say really choose what it is you want to unload you know, mm-hmm. on them. Because yes, they can be there for you. But if you have a woman who's dealing with stability issues or feeling, feeling like she's stable, and then you say something that might question that in her mind, it could cause issues, you know? Mm-hmm. And so at the, I would say, and this is just me offering my opinion, I would say in a situation like that, maybe find another friend, mm-hmm. male friend, yeah. that you can confide in with that specific issue. Because the last thing you want to do is have your significant other go into a state of, well, now I'm unsure or mm-hmm. I'm unsure of you. Can you hold these this together or yeah. not? You know, Because yeah. at the end of the day, like you said, we're supposed to lead you know mm-hmm. we're, we're supposed to be the providers we're supposed to be the protectors yeah. and what happens if our significant other doesn't feel that we can uh accommodate that you know well again i think that is a conversation that you need to have with them for sure you know it's like my thing is is if there's a lingering problem that i'm dealing with and i don't feel comfortable going to my spouse why because I should Good point. be able. So if there's that, should open up other questions. Okay. And I think those are then then because like honestly, I'll, I'll admit your spouse should be the one you can go to with everything. Okay. If you because if you if there's something going on that you can't talk to your spouse about, but you can talk to someone else. Right. That means there's other issues at home going on. Right. That need to be addressed. Okay. Um, cause I'm sorry. I, I do believe like, like they're, they're, they're the one person you should be able to be comfortably be hundred percent transparent with is your spouse for sure. No secrets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so if for, so you're not comfortable talking to them and if it's because you're afraid that whether, I mean, granted they have their own issues and their own problems, their own concerns, their own history and, and they're struggling with. But if, if you're, if you're seriously concerned with, if I go home and I talk to my spouse about this, they could possibly lose faith in me or whatever. That means I don't, I won't say that there's other issues at play, but it could be just that's your own self doubt. Gotcha. You know, and and like, uh, yes, we're supposed to be the strong ones. We're supposed to be the leaders of the house, and we're supposed to lead our family and whatnot. But at the same time, your spouse is there to lean on. And to help you, you know, you're not supposed to do it all by yourself. And so if, if, if you, and if, if that is a case, if you go home and you talk to your spouse about a problem and they kind of just suddenly lose faith in you, again, I think that shows that there's other issues at home for sure as well. For so. sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually glad we talked that out because I think you're right. I think you you're know. right. So, cause like, I'm sorry, like if I, if I was to go home and, and like something was bothering me and I brought it up to, to Kayla and, and like, she just either doesn't take it seriously or she loses faith in me or whatever. I mean, it's different. Like, yeah, if like, if I went home and I'm like, Hey, I'm sorry, I, I went out when I did such and such with so-and-so and I shouldn't have done it and blah, blah, blah. That, that's different. But like, if you're going through an emotional problem or, or, uh, 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 someone said something or did something to you or there's something going on at work or whatever the case may be if, if you're struggling with a mental problem emotional problem or something and if you talk to your spouse about a spouse about it and they suddenly lose faith in you or they 
blow it off like it's not a big deal or whatever, then there's other underlying issues that need to be figured out. Right, right. Now, I'm not saying like, like say for instance, the other day you, you were having this like panic attack and I'm not saying, you know, that you, you know, your wife should have been like, oh my God, Rob, it's, uh, you know, yeah, all yeah, over yeah. you. But like if, if, but if at the same time, if you're like, maybe I think I'm dying and they're over there like, oh, shut up. Yeah. You know, that's, that's harsh. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, but you know, again, it's situational. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'd probably be the same way. Like if every time I turn around and you're over here, Oh God, I'm dying. I'm dying. Like right. every day I'd, I probably would be rolling. my eyes like, Oh, for crying out loud, just be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. But you know, it's situational, but I for do, sure. I do. But again, I'm rambling, but, um, to uh, the short answer. Yes. I, th- I think you should be able to be, your spouse should be the one that you can turn to. I th- I, yeah. And I think, so, yeah. I think you're right. I mean, especially when, you consider the fact that you're married and what marriage is, then yeah, you know, God did say that, uh, that the wife was to help me, yeah. you know, we're there to help each other. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it, what it should be, you know, and we shouldn't be afraid to tell our spouses everything about us. I mean, they should be the one to know us yeah. the most intimately. Yeah. They, you they, know? yeah that, that there shouldn't be anyone out there that knows you better than your spouse. Exactly. Exactly. You know. And if there is, then yeah, there's, there's, an well, I mean, issue. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes. There's a difference between like, if you had a guy, like someone that you've been best friends with since you were five years old and you've only been married two years. Yeah. Of yeah, course your best different. friends are no different, but in general, you know, there should be, there should be nothing hidden between you and your spouse, but definitely, you know, again, I think it is situational that depending on what you're going through, there are going to be people that you turn to for, to talk to. Definitely. Right. Definitely. So, um, so I guess let's let's talk about this next. So in a situation that we've been talking about, you're a wounded man, you're going through whatever issue you're going through. Um, I think we've done a pretty good job of kind of saying what we feel you should do in those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's I mean, let's talk a little bit more about just the being able to be vulnerable enough to do that, mm-hmm. you know, like the pros and cons of that, because there is pros and cons. But at the end of the day, I think when we're, we're done with this particular episode, the message that we want to get out to all of the men out there is don't be afraid to talk to somebody. Yeah. Don't go through whatever issue you're going through by yourself, you know, because your life matters, you know, and you don't want to close yourself off so much that you don't let anyone in because you deserve to have that kind of love in your life. Uh, but at the same time, there there is, like you said earlier, there's there is that fine line. You don't want to complain about every little thing. And, yeah. you know, there are some things in life that you just need to kind of cope with and deal on your own. But those are the smaller things, the day to day, the day to day things. Right. But I think when it comes to, if you're struggling with a big issue, yes, you need to fern, need to turn to someone. You need to get it out. You need to share that burden and that load with someone, even if, even because even if they don't give you answers, man, just to, just to get it out. And sometimes just talking to someone and, and just letting them listen. There are times where I've done that and I've had a friend just listen to me and I've talked and I've figured it out on my own, mm. but just by getting it out there and hearing it, I'm like, then in my back of my mind, I'm starting to come up with answers. And so it does help. And, uh, yeah. Cause at know, the end of the day, we're fixers. Yeah. You know, we try to fix everything. Yeah. And uh, I just, I think a lot of it too, um, with me personally, is what I've done is all my wounds, you know, I've gone through therapy, I've gone through counseling, I've got 
men in my life I turn to and I talk to. But in a nutshell, what it's come down to is I've prayed, I've opened up those wounds and confessed them to Jesus. I've talked to him about it and I have prayed and I have broken those contracts and those deals with the demons and the devil that I made years ago. And that's one thing we like. I'll, the way he words it uh, in one of the books that I've been reading is that there are agreements that we've made. Like, for instance, I'm unlovable. If you feel that way, that's an agreement you've made with the enemy and you've accepted it. And so what you have to do is you have to denounce it. You have to break that deal, give it over to, I, I say personally, give it over to Christ, talk to him about it, and then ask him to come in and fill that void and fill that wound, and then it begins to heal. For sure, sure. And so that's how that's personally how I've been handling a lot of things lately, and, and it, it works for me. I, I'm not going to say, I, honestly, I believe it can work for everybody and anybody, but again, I'm not here to cram my, my faith down your throat, so if, uh, if that's not a route you want to take, by all means, don't have to, but it, I definitely do say it's, it's, a, it's a, at least something to look into. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, everybody's on their own separate journeys. Yeah. You know, they're going to choose whatever it is that they choose. Um, that's one thing I've had to learn myself because, dude, I've always been so diehard Christian that, you know, I want to tell everybody about Jesus. Yeah. And then if you come at me with something different, like, no, 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 it's it, that, that, that's not going to work. That's a lie. Yeah. I, and I realize I can't do that with mm-hmm. everyone because if I really truly want them to know who Christ is, I can't shoot down whatever that they bring because no. then that's going to close them off. And yeah. then that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. You know, I, and I think too, with, with, Women carry wounds too, but again, this is about men, and men carry wounds, and one thing that I do with my clients and with people is I dig for the pain, and there might be something bothering you, whether it be depression, whether it be trust issues, whether it be whatever, you have to dig back to the root cause of it. And a lot of times it's because either our fathers said something or didn't say something, it's a teacher or someone of value said, didn't say, did, or didn't do. And when you can dig it back, dig deep enough and go back far enough to that exact moment, that's when you can actually start dealing with it and begin the healing process. For sure, for sure. You know, it's like, because, I mean, it's like, for instance, like, let's use, for example, if you have a splinter in your finger, I mean, you can put all the medication you want on it. You can put a Band-Aid on it all you want, right. but it's not going to heal until you dig down in there and get that splinter out. Exactly, exactly. And it's the same thing with the wounds that we carry. Yeah, that's true. So in order for the real healing to begin, you got to take out the source, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, it can be painful. Oh, it, it's, it can be very you know, painful. Especially when you think about it in the physical aspect. To dig out that splinter, depending on how deep it yeah. is, it's going to be very painful. Yeah. It's the same thing emotionally. But at the end of the day, I think it's something that needs to be done and that should be done in order to make you more complete. Not so much happiness, because I think happiness is so subjective when it comes to someone, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because there are certain things that make one person happy that might not make somebody else. But I think to to be a whole person, um, I I think that that kind of thing is important, you know, Uh, to deal with that issue and however you choose to deal with it, that's on you, right? Yeah. We, we talked about this before. If it means cutting out certain people of your life, 
maybe that might not make them happy but at the end of the day what makes you whole what makes you want to get up in the morning and if it means cutting out that person then so be it and i think you said it last time doesn't necessarily mean you cut them out completely but for a time for a season it might yeah. have to be that way yeah you, you, you have to create your boundaries you know that's like i i uh i remove toxic people out of my life and sometimes you can't complete like i said you can't completely remove them right but i create boundaries where i let them in up to a point but then once once they start push, pushing past that boundary it's time to go i walk away um but back to uh being vulnerable um you know we we have to we have to let our guard down. We have to start letting our guard down a little bit. Um, and I'm not talking about just letting everybody and anybody in, but we have to be willing to take those chances and and, and uh, take a chance of getting hurt. You know, it's it's you can't get through life and without getting hurt. That's just how it works. You're you're gonna get hurt. You're gonna get you know messed with. But right. if you don't take those chances. You're never going to experience the true joy in life. Um, yeah, and I think that some people live such a guarded life that they they miss out on so much joy and happiness. I know, for God knows, I did. I I used to hate like going out and being around people. I was I was more of like I just a recluse. I enjoy just being at home with my and and I'm a, I'm a homebody. I like being home with my family and, and I enjoy it. And I've been forced in situations where I have to actually get out of my bubble and get out and be more social and do things and let my guard down. And, man, like, I, oh, my God, like, the amount of fun and joy I had. Like, you know, my neighbor John, he's the my very first neighbor I've ever really spoken to and talked with because I've right. never cared to. I've always been, like, the kind of guy where I get out of my car, see a neighbor, I'm like, throw a wave and walk in the door. Yeah, yeah. But I've, like, I've sat down and, and since day one, since we moved in, I actually talked with him. I've gotten to know him pretty well. He's an awesome guy. I enjoy talking to him. And in fact, like when I get home and I get out of my car, I kind of look forward to hoping maybe he's in his front yard and like, hey, you know, hey, what's going on? And right. we'll talk a little bit. Or, you know, he's invited me over, smoke a cigar and, and, and do things. And so it's, it's if I wouldn't have let that guard down, I wouldn't have experienced that and be able to create that friendship. Right, and so I think that which we, enhanced your life. It did. He, yeah, it does, and and he, it's it's really has, and like, I actually, you know, he, him, and a few of the other neighbors are big factors why I enjoy where I live and I like that community now. Right, you know, and and uh, but yeah, I just life's not worth living if we live such a guarded and protected life. We need to let our guard down, become vul vulnerable a, a little bit. I won't say you got to completely let your guard down. Always stay cautious. You know, but, uh, um, yeah, I mean, we're going, if you live right, if you live life right, you're going to get wounds, you're going to become wounded. But at the same time, if you do it right, you, you, you should be able to surround yourself with a group of men that can help you with those wounds that you can share those, the, that pain with, and they'll help you overcome. Now that's a really good bow to put at the end of this. Perfect. I good. think, yeah, no, that was good. Huh. That was real good. And listen, if you if you don't have anyone like that, if you don't have that type of brotherhood or community or anything, feel free to reach out to us. You know, if you're in the area, we'd be more than happy to connect with you. If not, hey, we'd be more than happy to listen. Um, you know, maybe together we can find some resources or something for you in your area. Whatever we can do to help, we are here for that. That's the whole purpose of this. This is why we're doing what we do. We just want for men to be able to have a <laughs> safe space, if you will, yeah. 
to be able to um, express these feelings and deal with, you know, deal with the things that you have to deal with. Yeah. So feel free to, to reach out to yeah, us. Because sure. again, like I said, this is this isn't a, this isn't just a podcast. We are creating a brotherhood. We're creating an army of shield bearers, and we need to stand together, shields up, united, and create that shield wall to take on the enemy, to take on life, and to be together. And that's why, um, I don't know, if, if you guys ever go on our social media, you'll see where I make random posts, and my comment is, shields up. Right, right. Shields up. And that means stand, pull, grab, grab your shield, shields up, let's stand united, and we'll face the day, face the challenges together. This is a brotherhood. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that in time this can take off en- enough to where, we can get our brand out there, you know, and, and you know, and, and get some shield bears, maybe T-shirts and things going on, stuff right. like that, where, right. you know, you, you can openly admit that, hey, I'm, I'm part of the shield bear family. I'm part of the brotherhood. And, that, and that's what this is. So, guys, even ladies, again, reach out, post, you know, be in, interact with us on social media. That's what this is about. This, yeah. is, this is a forum for you to ask questions, to talk to share again this isn't this isn't just my thing it isn't rob's thing this is our thing it's a journey that we're, i'm on it's a journey he's on y'all are on with it, uh, with us yes i don't have all the answers i know rob doesn't have all the answers nope. the answers are out there we're all learning together so I, I want you guys to share with us i mean hell there may be something we're talking about and then we're totally missing it and you guys out there listening Maybe y'all have the answer. Right. So, again, interact, share with us, send us an email, post on our social media, a comment, a question, whatever you got. And, again, if you are going through anything, anything out there, you're not alone. Reach out. I promise you it'll either be Rob, myself, or maybe even both of us. We will respond. We will get back to you. We will talk to you. We will help you. We will do what we can to help you through it. For sure. Even if we're just listening and just hear you out, you're not alone. Okay, don't carry these wounds by yourself. Open up, and it's not us for the you know for reach out. Whether it be a pastor, a men's group, um, there are crisis hotlines. They might not be tailored for men, but there's crisis hotlines. Veterans, I'm a vet. I'm I'm talking to you guys out there. Any veterans listening? I have used the veteran crisis hotline twice. And I tell you, it works. The the people on the other line, on the, on the other side of that line, they do care. They've sat and listened to me. They've they've heard me out, and surprisingly, they've called me back just to make sure I'm okay. They've talked, called me back days later just to make sure I'm okay. Wow. And so it's it's there are things out there, and, and like don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to be open. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. You know, God willing, it's not going to get thrown back in your face. There are people out there that care and that will help you get through it. So just reach out. Don't carry those wounds yourself. Don't try to drown your wounds. Don't try to cover your wounds up with the poisons out there that we sometimes use. Um, you know, stand with us. Definitely, definitely. And uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at shieldbearerspodcast at gmail.com. That's shieldbearerspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Don't think we have a Twitter yet. Um, I need to get on that. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll have that soon. But just look up Shield Bearers Podcast. You'll find us on there. You'll see Daniel's beautiful, sexy face. Hmm. Uh, and uh, just hit us up there, and we'll be more than happy to get back with you, okay? But we want to thank you so much for tuning in. 
Um, this has been a great episode. Glad to have Daniel back. Glad to get his little nuggets of, of good information in there. Um, so any questions, comments, contact us. Promise you we'll get back to you. So until next week, thank you again. This is uh, today is Monday. If you're listening on the day that we release this, it is Monday. Go and take your week. This is a good start. You got this. We're behind you 100%. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Peace out, guys. All right. Bye-bye.